Thursday, you know what that means. Welcome to episode 318 of Max Wrestling. This is your captain speaking. We are in the aftermath of not only WrestleMania, but also Promomania, which was an absolute blast. Allow me to welcome my co-horsemen, the podcast machine, Mike Larkin and Travis the Walker Anderson back in his seat. Whoa, hold on a second there. You forgot something. Well, you're the only two here. The new knowledge champion, man. Oh, okay. You can't wait to mention it, can you? <laughs> Freaking. Well, you said the backlash of promo <laughs> Yes. Uh, of course, LFA Moses Marquez is not with us just yet, just yet. We figured out why he is always running a little bit late on Max Raskins because he doesn't want to talk about Raw. Yeah. And this week, I absolutely can't blame him. Uh, but gentlemen, you all did great last week at Promomania. Congratulations, Mike, on reclaiming the Knowledge Championship after all this time. The, the freaking John Cena of the Knowledge Division. Ah, well, thank you. I look at it from a stance, too. You know, it's funny. Before Phoenix beat me at the Max season 2019, I was actually thinking if I was still going to be the Knowledge Champ, I was going to retire and relinquish the belt at last year's Promomania. But after doing this and really being involved at helping ask the questions and really competing again, I got to say, I'm having a lot of fun doing the trivia again. So I can't wait to go into this third reign again. Can't wait to go into trivia takeover, you know? I mean, you were semi-retired from True. trivia. True. True. You know, I got back in there, you know, at the Iron Bank, first person to cash it in, and I look forward to just seeing who my challengers are, especially Chris. Chris Durham now winning the Iron Bank. I got to watch my back. That's a sore subject for Travis. But yeah, Chris just came in and stole the show. Uh, you know, it can't be too much of a sore subject. <laughs> you kicked ass, man. I, I'd, be a, I'd be afraid to challenge or face myself, you know, in promos. <laughs> mm hmm. Uh-huh. But you can't I, I don't just... blame him. I don't blame him for being scared. <laughs> well, look at it like this. You'll both see each other in King of the Mic, so there could possibly be a face-off there. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> um, okay, let's kick things off. Of course, if you're watching on YouTube, now is the time to hit the subscribe button, like and share us on Facebook, and subscribe to our audio streams on all podcast platforms. Now... WrestleMania is in the books. We have all three new women's champions. And we got to see them all lined up together on NXT last night, which was a beautiful sight, which really kind of showcased a new kind of women's evolution. Like All three of these women recently came from NXT. Raquel, of course, is still there, and now they're all, all of, three of them are champions. The only problem I have with that one segment... Is that for some reason Bianca had a, a mini replica belt? Yeah. You know what it is, too? That... I didn't even notice. I mean, people noticed that it still had Sasha's side plates on, but it was tiny. Like, there was literally two, um, what they called, poppers on the straps. It was tiny. Oh, wow. I'm going to have to go back and look at that. If you, if you look at her and Rhea side by side, you can see a, a big difference in the length of the belts. Well, usually when Rhea's on the screen, that's the only thing I'm looking at. So. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a good point there. Yeah, very I look good. At it from, 
I look at it from a stance too. You know, it was interesting though. A lot of people got on it, the continuity because it's like Rhea Ripley and Raquel Gonzalez just had this banger of a feud, and she's the reason why it's at NXT in the story. So it's kind of like all of a sudden they're just hugging. But I'm like, you know what? At the end of the day, they're all friends, and this is where they come from. Like you mentioned, like look at where Raquel Gonzalez started from the May Young Classic into where she is now. Same with Bianca and same with Rhea. So it was a nice feel good moment for everybody. I mean, this this is the kind of thing about NXT. Sometimes they blur the lines of kayfabe. Yeah. Because they don't treat their fans like idiots, unlike Raw and SmackDown. Oh. So let's get into Raw. Um, oh. Now, the Raw after WrestleMania is always the most exciting one of the year. We know we're going to be in for some surprises. I mean, usually as an audience dad, so they're pretty wild. Audience be wilding. Um, there's always some returns, there's always some debuts, there's always big new feuds kicking off, but this year was just the drizzling shits. It was just an average episode of Raw, there was nothing exciting. The only returns we got were the Viking Raiders, who seven months ago were playing mini-golf, and of course the Golden Girl Charlotte Flair. Okay. I got to say this as well, we did have the debut of Adnan Verk, who was on the MLB Network mm-hmm. on commentary. He sucked. I mean, I, I, maybe I'm just used to not really paying attention to commentary, but he didn't really bother me. He just seemed kind of average. Well, when he uh, said... There, there was definitely something about him I did not like. Like, I, I, I noticed, and I knew there was, like, a new voice there, and it was just, like, irritating as hell. Yeah, you debut him the night after WrestleMania, and he's he's relatively new. And the thing, too, is uh, it's like listening to Mike Adamley from back in 08. He was just like, oh, this little move over there. And I'm like, bruh, you just going to do, like, what a maneuver and shit right now? You know what I'm saying? It's just he was just very, like Travis said, he's just average. And it was just like, you move Tom Phillips out of here for this? I, I you, will, I you will could take like, legit. You could legit tell that that was his first time seeing yep. any of their matches. Exactly. I mean, like I, I, when I, it was him and uh, when it was uh, the Oscar and Rhea match, oh my god, that guy was driving me insane. Maybe I yeah, tra- need to listen back, but I'll take an average ESPN sportscaster over Michael Cole any day. Yeah, well, they picked the wrong time to debut him, and now they moved it around where Samoa Joe's not there, so now we got Corey Graves, him and fucking Byron. Yeah, they, they reshaped the whole commentary team. I'm kind of nervous to see what they're going to do on SmackDown tomorrow. And they moved Tom Phillips to 205 Live. Yeah, why? Nobody I watches don't... 205 Live. Oh, beats the hell out of me, I man. bet some people don't even know 205 is still going. I stopped after a while watching 205 because I just got bored. Yeah, you only, you only did a few episodes reviewing... 205 live oh my god no the problem was it was a lot to handle because of the time slot it was because it was after smackdown and at friggin late ass o'clock and also the problem with it now is ever since the pandemic there's only like 22 matches and it's 20 minutes and i'm like it's most of the same people you know what i'm saying okay here comes ever eyes okay here comes like other people that we've seen on nxt so i'm like you know what i'm good oh they got walmart young bucks on that on 205 now Walmart young bucks wrestled there too yep i didn't think i'd seen them on nxt for a while well there you go <laughs> They got demoted for fire slapping. Um, so, match of the weekend at WrestleMania. I think most people are going to say it's a toss-up between both main events. Yes. However, the second main event pissed a lot of people off with the results. 
Um, I don't see why. I mean, when you think about it, it was kind of obvious. But at the same time, they kind of built Roman as this huge heel that uh, somebody needs to come in and save the day, and it was supposed to be Edge. You know, coming back from 10 years on the shelf, that major surgery. Daniel Bryan had a similar return a couple of years ago. Um, so the story was set, really, for a, a heroic win. And you would kind of think it's the first WrestleMania, well, it's the first event in over a year that they've had in front of a crowd. You kind of think they maybe want to send them home happy, but then you remember this is WWE. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the one thing I did not lose focus on. It's fucking WWE. Don't get your hopes up on shit. <laughs> the 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 other bad thing now also is there's a new stat in the world of WWE, and that's Edge is the only person to win two Royal Rumbles and fail to win the world title at both times at WrestleMania. Oh my goodness, yes. Back when he when he challenged Jericho in 2010. Oof. That one was really unexpected because again he returned from injury. And he already had this feud going with Jericho. Yeah, and then he just loses to bring Codebreaker out of nowhere. One, two, three. You know, uh, that one made it, less sense than this one. True, but I also look at it from a stance too. They could also make the technicality of you know when Roman was on top of Edge. Technically, Edge was pinning Daniel Bryan. I don't know. They could make yeah. like a little. Well, somebody did try to uh, highlight that technicality to Adam Pearce. Um, and he did initially respond and say, that's an interesting take. But then Charles Robinson pitched in and said, it's my discretion. I made the call, you know, as if referee, as if referees can really have a say in the result. I will say this. I got something to say about Adam Pierce. So when it comes to Adam Pierce, you have to thank him and Drew Gulak for what we got out of Bad Bunny. Cause that dude took it seriously. And when you have the guidance of Adam Pierce and Drew Gulak, holy shit. Yes. Uh, I I guess I will, you know, be humble and and say he was impressive. Travis. Uh, I I can't fucking deny it. I enjoyed that. <laughs> uh, as bad as it pains me, I fucking enjoyed that match. Yeah, a lot of people. I will, I will eat my broccoli on this occasion. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people thought his little thing was better than Shaq. I mean, come on. Of course it was. That's what I'm saying. That's that's a that's a very wide comparison if you want to say that, but still, yeah. No, with Bad Bunny, you got the... I wouldn't necessarily compare it to um, Pat McAfee, and I'm sure if Moses was no. here on time, he wouldn't either. Well, yeah, that's the argument people got. It's like, you know Pat McAfee killed it in NXT against Adam Cole. I wouldn't say it's the best celebrity uh, debut, you know what I'm saying, with wrestling. But no, Bad Bunny, he hit the Falcon Arrow. He did some cross bodies. He did a freaking Canadian Destroyer on the now, hold outside. on. The, the yes. Puerto Rican Destroyer. Hold the on. Puerto Ricans. Excuse me. Yes, it was cool. But the Canadian Destroyer is up to the person taking it, not the person delivering Boom. it. Boom. There you go. Exactly. And Morrison Morrison did a good job selling that. <laughs> he really did. But uh, I'm not going to take that away from him. <clears throat> That's the thing. And here's what pissed me off. You have the guy like Logan F. and Paul, who I can't fucking stand. Friggin' who's an MMA guy. You know, he's trained MMA and all that. What does it tell you when the rapper puts more work than friggin', uh, friggin Logan Paul taking that whack-ass stunner? Then you see Logan Paul's facial expression. He's like, wow, I didn't expect that to hurt us so much. I, I, I kind of like the stunner. I mean, I like the build-up to it. Like, Kevin Owens just staring at him in the crowd was slowly getting louder like they knew what was coming uh and then he he pretty much did a, a uh a 
somersault from the stunner. Yeah, well, it's better than not having friggin' Jake Paul there because I think Jake Paul oh, just got friggin' accused of sexual assault. Yeah, thank God. Uh, the camera was cut at just the right time, though, as they were helping Logan Paul out of the ring. They just caught him saying, Why did he do that? <laughs> Good morning, Mo. Top of the morning, y'all. Yo, bro. Um, so you just just a, a minute or two late as we were just discussing Bad Bunny's no, WrestleMania debut, <clears throat> uh, and I'm sure I you would. I, I I totally made fun of his like front face bump. It's <laughs> like he wanted to do like a front flip, and he just laying around on his face. Yep. But as far as Bad Bunny goes, I'm I'm sure you would agree that there's no comparison to Pat McAfee. Um, actually. I've been going around praising the hell out of this kid. I've been saying that his debut was on par with Pat McAfee's, but McAfee's okay, was... But not better. Was, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you have to look at the circumstances. It, it, McAfee was in a singles match, okay? Um, you know, you don't have two dudes with 15, actually almost like fucking 20 years even, you know, experience, both, you know, 40 combined in Morrison and fucking Miz. So... And on the top of that, like, the best spot of the whole thing was the um, the Canadian Destroyer on the outside, you know. And we know fucking Morrison's this parkour maniac. Yeah. Parkour, you know. So, of course he was going to get the flip right. I was also telling Daz the best. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. But I was also telling Daz the fact that Adam Pierce and Gulak had to help training with a bad bunny for those months, you know. Hey, looks like that was two dudes, to, two good dudes to listen to. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Travis. Uh, did y'all see the interview with Randy Orton and what he had to say about Bad Bunny. Yeah, he praised the shit out of him. Well, it's not really even praising the shit out of him. It's like, he was just saying, and it's a lot of how I feel about it as well. Well, I pretty much agree with him. You look at, like, Snoop Dogg or, you know, whenever there's a celebrity, they come in, hit maybe two or three moves, and then they're all basic and generic as hell and then it's a tag team match and their partner puts in all the work this guy legit came in put in the work he worked most of the match he did he put in the time in the training he was like training like almost five hours a day so there's a lot of respect that needs to be put on them on for that on that aspect. Yeah. I'm just wondering now how many more weeks we have to see that plug for his tour. Well. <laughs> you did great at WrestleMania. Fun. Now fuck off. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck right <laughs> off. By the way, I, I just have to say it because we didn't mention it. I hate the new name for Backlash, the WrestleMania Oh, Backlash. what are they smoking? I don't know. Nothing good. Vince. Yeah. yeah, it can't be anything good. Otherwise, it would have been a way better name. There, there was way just, more. Yeah, there was just one moment backstage where Vince bumped into Rob Van Dam and Matt Riddle. Hey, I got, oh, like, I got these new RVD rolling, po- rolling papers. Okay, let me take a look at those. Ten minutes later. Hey, I got a great idea for Backlash. <laughs> I hate the fact how they've had Riddle. I mean, he gets his mouth busted open from that bro kick, loses the U.S. title, then gets absolutely mollywopped by Lashley. I really hate how they're going that road. Oh, man, he had a horrible weekend. Yeah, he did. Who who did Matt Riddle piss off? Well, I mean, apart from that segment where he forgot what he was saying. <laughs> yeah. Which apparently Vince loved. So yeah, so I don't get it. That. 
I don't know. Maybe maybe he maybe Goldberg called Vince is like, why is this goddamn kid using the jackhammer? <laughs> <laughs> um, from the leaked sheet that I saw, apparently, I think it was um, Tyson Kidd who produced Bianca versus Sasha. Give him yeah. the whole women's shit, <laughs> please. Yes. Please. <laughs> He's. He's been leaked as a producer for a great match before. I can't really remember which one it was, but I remember it was a great match. It may have been something in NXT. Well, if he's not wrestling, just he has such a mind, and he and he's good, and he's damn good. You know what I'm saying? Just keep him working with the women like Fit Finley used to work with the women. You know? Oh yeah, the women loved Fit Finley. Hell couldn't, yeah! Couldn't speak more highly of him. And that's my thing too, man. Like you got him, you got Walter producing stuff. Walter, Walter. Yeah. Walter the producer. Yes. Who to funk it? Do you, do you have any idea like how he'd react if he had a bad match? They did that for you. Take off your shirt. Oh, yeah. Or my friends here will remove it for you. <laughs> puff out your yep. chest. Puff it out. Friggin' here comes Bartell and Eichner and friggin' Alexander Wolf just friggin' stretching people. <laughs> I can see it now. <laughs> Uh, all right, so yeah, I gotta ask you, Mike. Yes, sir. Um, we mentioned the Viking Raiders return on Raw. Who do you, who do you think Shelton and Seth, what what do you think they did to piss Vince off? That was my thing. I was about to say, like, you have Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander get kicked out of the Hurt business. They lose to the Viking Raiders in their return, and you put fucking T Bar and Mace in the Hurt Business and attacked Drew McIntyre, the lowest of the low, retribution, <laughs> over friggin' Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. Why? Because these mofos are tall. You know what I'm saying? I just, I like T-Bar and I like Dijakovic and I like, you know, Dio Madden. You know what I'm saying? They're two tall guys and they can work. But the way that you book them and the continuity of the fact that, yes, they left retribution, but they've been J-Brones. They've been <laughs> the lowest of the low over Cedric and Shelton, who you've been raising up. I feel like Josh Groban talking right now. But these sons of guns put in a work you have Cedric and Shelton at their most relevant you know what I'm saying having Shelton work with a guy like Cedric who's younger and also the fact that you have these four strong men being in a collective group and now you sub substitute them for friggin T-Bar and fucking Mace because you know hey we need a couple big guys so whatever it, I think it sucks here's what I really didn't understand about it they, they left Retribution why yep. are they still dressed like they're in Retribution because we're T-Bar and Mace goddammit <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, how would they know who we are? It'd be like Dolph Ziggler still dressing like a cheerleader. Yeah. I was in the spirit squad once. Do it. Friggin' all he needs to do now is go back to being the fucking caddy and we'll start dressing like the caddy again. <laughs> do it. And of course, the, the other return, Charlotte, yay. Oh, um, that probably went on forever. <clears throat> yes, it did. And... Yeah, and then when she attacked the, all the ladies, I was like, is that Matt Riddle? <laughs> What in the hell was she wearing? I want to know, know what that was. My wife looked right at me. She's like, well, geez, that sure looks stretchy. Yep. I was like, I fucking hope so, man. It was the Shockmaster spandex. Fucking hell. Uh, I mean, I mean not, not to be like that, but I mean, she also looked like she's aged about 10 years. Like, please right? lay off the Botox. I just fucking... Better get her off the beach. She she must be... I don't know, but I think she's like 10 years, maybe younger than Stephanie, and she looks the same age as Stephanie now. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's how old Charlotte Flair is. She is 35. Bullshit. 
Okay, I don't think Stephanie's 45. How old is Stephanie? Like, oh, dude, she, you're telling me this broad's fucking... Oh, she's 44. Like, only three years older than me? You're, yeah, three months, 44. Right. Yeah. yeah, so Stephanie is almost 10 years older than Charlotte, and Charlotte looks the same age as her now. Yep. Lord. But, but I, mean, I digress. She put the whole women's roster on notice. And I love this promo how everybody is now stealing her opportunities. No. No, no, no. Just because it happened once doesn't mean you're now the victim. It's passion, but still at the same time, it just it makes no sense. No, not at all. Well, the problem is the continuity, too, as well. Where I go to that is, like, she comes back out of mothballs, you know, teams with Asuka, she's her friend, they win the tag titles. Then there's that bullshit angle with Lacey Evans. And then all of a sudden she's like, hey girl, let's have a match at WrestleMania. Woo! And then all of a sudden she gets COVID, and now we're supposed to forget the fact that she had COVID, and now she's back ready to rip ass and take names. And I'm like, what? But, like, the trajectory of this is so off. But again, did she or did she cut a deal to miss WrestleMania so Andrade could have his release? I, who knows? I would believe it. Because if it. that's true, then you've got even less right to complain about somebody else taking your spot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nobody wanted you in that spot anyway. Shut up. Yeah. Hamburger. Uh, seeds seem to have been planted for the Miz to finally cut the dead weight of John Morrison. Uh, as he was pretty much the third wheel to Miz and Maurice this week. Oh, I felt so bad. Like, <laughs> I hate this fucking thing, but I felt so bad. I was like, he looks like a like a, like a hurt little boy. <laughs> this poor Morrison. Uh, losing oh, his we, best friend. We were having fun playing, and his wife showed up. <laughs> you know what it reminds me of? It's when... a grown man's problem. <laughs> <laughs> Remember in 09 at the draft when they split Miz and Morrison up, and Miz just was like shaking his hand, and then he cut uh, Morrison with the reality check, and then that started his singles push on Raw? Yeah. Here's the thing about this, man. I remember when he was in the WWE title picture when Miz was champion, what, late 2010, 2011? Like, they can work. So if I see a Miz-John Morrison matchup, I will not be disappointed. No. Um, I don't know. I, I'd be happier if they were more serious because I've stated many times I hate this cheesy character that Morrison has now. Well... Mm-hmm. When you have someone coming up from the when he was Johnny F and Spade, Eric Bischoff's freaking like assistant in two thousand four, then you get become Johnny Nitro with Joey Mercury, Molina, and Eminem. Then you become John Morrison because Dave Lagana has a crush on you and said, "Hey, let's." He looks like Jim Morrison. Give him that name. Where's the leather coat at, baby? And then you know he's had that gimmick for years, and then he goes away, and now he's back. So I mean, hey, if we can get him out of that cheesiness, that's cool because the dude can go, yo. I mean, Miz can pull off cheese, but when Morrison does it, it's just cringy. Well, he is the actor. They both are actors. Actor. I, I, I'd say Miz is more of an actor. I know, but still, <laughs> man, don't don't discredit Morrison as actor. What, what's he been in? Some fucking movie, Bounty Hunter shit. I don't know. Man. <laughs> yeah, with uh, Trish Stratus, right? Thank you. Yes. Oh man, I forgot about that one. Wow. Uh, the best part of that entire thing was. Like after the match, and he busted his ass going up the ramp thanks to his wife tripping him. Yeah, again, they cut the camera at just the wrong time, just as Maurice tripped. Nice. <laughs> I kind of hope they fit that into the breakup. You made me trip up my wife. <laughs> On live TV. It would work. Yeah. I, I'm, write it, Vince. Please just write something sensible. Yeah, right. He'll just rewrite it next week. <laughs> yeah. 
him falling was the best part of the entire show, in my opinion. Yeah, and and can we not say Damian Priest is getting buried? I mean, yeah. Okay, he lost he lost the two guys in their underwear, but it, it's still the Miz and John Morrison. They're not they're not exactly rookies. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what the fuck? It, it, it was still kind of stupid. Yeah, hopefully Priest gets some uh, payback next week, or at WrestleMania Backlash. WrestleMania Backlash. <laughs> Um, okay. Again, very little happened on Raw that was worth mentioning, so that's pretty Wait. much it. Nope, nope. Can I mention it, please? You actually found something else? Well, I, I, I want to talk about Bray Wyatt. You fucking fell asleep. Oh, of course, Bray Wyatt, yes. Okay, hold oh, on. fuck that shit. No, I'm, I'm going to talk about it. First and foremost, I also fell asleep during Raw right after Asuka and Rhea Ripley. I've been doing that a lot, so I'm right there with you. You see, mom. the WrestleMania match was so bad, I blurred it out of my mind. Go ahead, Mike. I'm so, glad you can. <laughs> all right. So here's where I start. Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt have this match. And friggin' The Fiend. All right, I'm, this is going to be long, and I apologize. But this, this I had to get this off my chest. So friggin' Randy Orton and The Fiend have this WrestleMania match. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, Fiend's going to come out. He's going to mollywop him. That's cool. You know, get the revenge off that WrestleMania, right? No. So he no-sells the DDTs. He no-sells the friggin' backdrop on the damn announce table. But Alexa Bliss comes out from the friggin' jack-in-the-box and friggin' is all, you know, has got the goo on her and whatever. Then one RKO. This man has taken a curb stop, a mallet to the friggin' face by Seth Rollins. But one, one RKO, one, two, three. Friggin' Randy Orton wins. Okay, and then we go to the next night, and he's talking about witches be wildin', and he's tired of, you know, there ain't no clout chasing up in here, and he's healing everybody and telling friggin' <laughs> Abigail to be gone. It's a fresh start for Bray Wyatt. Then here comes Alexa Bliss over here on the damn swing, talking about how she was lost, and then friggin' Bray Wyatt giving her the mandible claw, and here we are with the darkness, and the fact that she learned so much. Now I got this thing Lily right here, you know what I'm saying? And friggin' Nickel is already pissed about that because of her doll, which I hear you. But, you know, <laughs> hey. And then friggin' she does the little bite thing. So now Alexa's gonna have her own fiend, and I don't know where this is going. And I'm like, why are you doing this to Bray Wyatt? It made no sense for the turn, but apparently they're gonna do something. Not a, I just was so angry about the whole entire thing, just because like they ruined that match for me because I was hyped to see Randy Orton get mollywop like John Cena did last year. So yeah, ah, it just it pissed me. I uh, I agree with Abby the Witch. Fuck that. Well, witches be wild. You were was my excited thing. about that piece of shit. Okay, I, I first, was looking forward to it too, and then it, the it, continuity, the continuity. It, it started off with the fiend coming through this tunnel and kind of regenerating. I thought, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and then he's got a fresh new mask and new gear. I thought he looks kind of more badass now. And then we stuck with a red light, which sucked. And then, like then you said, it. he took one fucking RKO, thanks to a distraction from Alexa uh, sitting on top of the let's call it what it is, Mike, a box-like structure. I hate Michael Cole. That's why. That one reason Come and the fact that... Jack in the box-like the, structure. And I'm like, there's a box-like structure heart? at ringside. It's a fucking box, Cole. It's a jack and in the box. Right? Killed it, like. too. The main event with the two count. Oh, she won! Friggin' the Sasha and Bianca. The fact that he said that... Oh, and, and she kicks out of two! When, oh, she won! When is he gonna retire? Yeah, he's an idiot. Well, hopefully soon, because, I mean, they replaced him with some rando on fucking Raw, and... We, we talked about Jesus that Christ, that dude was lost. <laughs> Told you, he sucked. He, uh, you know, we it's the, the Okay, hold on. I didn't say he sucked. I just said he was fucking lost. Well, he It's was... like, he, it, it's obvious this dude came from ESPN. Yes. Because he, he's like, 
he knows three moves drop kick close line and uh, i think that was it actually now there's only two <laughs> and a punch because uh, oh yeah and a, oh, oh and look at the big old punch and i'm like what the fuck okay <laughs> you guys like dude you're killing me with a big old punch like what the fuck are you talking about pal <laughs> Did you notice he said also that mo- that little move over there? And I'm like, that little move over there? That's... Like, what? Oh, no, I yelled, that little move over where? <laughs> and my wife's like, I beg your pardon? And I just like, put my head down. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Was he worse than Mike Adamley, though? No. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't think anybody, anything's worse than Mike Adamley. I don't think he should be put in the position of lead fucking commentator, though. Yeah, that was not a smart gig. It's like, and then this dude was like just hired like on Saturday. Yep, and now he's they friggin' they said, hey, we're gonna debut you after WrestleMania. Okay. Oh yeah, because he probably did like three hours of you know practice reads when you were like, oh, that's fine. We'll tell you what to say. That little move over there, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'd rather listen to what a maneuver than forget get that little move. Oh yeah, that's my what a maneuver. Oh my goodness, that move over there. That was so dumb. It's like he's fucking talking about a thought, that hoe over there. What the hell's wrong with you, man? Mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking, ah. Oh, that won't be on Peacock. Well, hold on. Well, what pissed me off one last thing. I'm sorry, because I know we're going all over sure the place. But, okay. Yo, McIntyre, the fact that MVP so eloquently put it, like, he does not deserve another rematch. He lost clean, yada, yada, yada. But they're also painting the fact that, you know, hey, he lost clean and McIntyre, yada, yada. So, of course, Drew McIntyre wins, and now he got the damn rematch again. I, I was actually very surprised by how dominant Lashley was. Because they built McIntyre as this badass for over a year, and then he pretty much just got bitched by Lashley. Well, the almighty. Mm-hmm. Like, at WrestleMania and on Raw, really, McIntyre looked kind of weak. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I I have my review. I've yet to record it. It's the, the downside of dead life. Um, What I wrote was, like, they had, like, a really good match. It was kind of like a Haas match. But, you know, it, it was a little, res- uh, um, like, reminded me of their match in, t- in Impact. So I was like, eh, it's not really all the way there. But then, it, yeah, it just felt like Drew never was going to get over this hump. There was, like, a hump that he just couldn't, you know, surpass. He just, for some reason, all of a sudden can't beat Bobby Lashley. And I'm like, dude, this doesn't make no sense. Like, what the fuck? You're beating the shit out of everybody and their mom for weeks, pal. All of a sudden, this dude just now shows up. He was a fucking mid-card champion, okay, who fucking lost that, by the way. Fucking kills The Miz to win this belt and beat you? Like, the fuck? I don't know. It's fucking Vince. I mean, like, I don't get it. Why would you not give Drew that moment? Yeah, I mean, the part that, I thought that was the whole point. Like, get the first pop for Drew in front of a live crowd. And hell, I was like, okay, cool. That's a great way to pop the crowd. You know, a fucking gigantic face win to open it. And then you would, hey, you would have closed it with another gigantic face win. But no, oh. Vince didn't want to give anybody what they wanted, according to all my sources. How naive were we? There's now only one baby pay, baby face champion in all of WWE. Mm-hmm. Bianca That's Bella. what I was just talking about to the TSK Discord, where it was like, dude, I said, do you guys understand this? That the only happy moment we saw was night one. Mm-hmm. I said it was Bianca's moment, and they were like, is that... Yeah, oh my god. I'm like, yeah, dude, that, that's the sad reality. Every other fucking match, it was a heel that won. 
we got no shining moment. We got no happy ending. WrestleMania was just like every other piece of crap pay-per-view. Yeah. What, Especially what, night two. Way to send the fans home happy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. That's what it does. Like, again, he, I guess the idea was Edge pinned pin Daniel. And he's like, nah, fuck that shit. Yeah, because that was my that was that was my idea. That I said last week, Edge pin or Daniel Bryan pins uh, Edge, or no, taps no. out Roman and then feuds with Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania Backlash. But no, nope, I don't know what the hell we're getting now. Well, it seemed to it seemed a lot like to confirm my suspicions about with Edge, him going back to Mondays. Yeah, I mean, I, I said that they should. Well, not that they should, but probably what will happen is, like, Edge, he pretty much does, like, his dream matches, pretty much. Mm. Like, he does the matches he wants. And I know that he's been wanting a match with AJ. So, I think, I honestly feel like he's going to come back to Raw and reform Rated RKO. And then him and Randy are going to challenge AJ and Omos. Which, Omos, freaking I mean, speaking of that. Edge, Edge yeah. and Randy had, like, matching gear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Yeah, Omos wasn't bad. Wasn't. I was so okay dude. I mean, he did what a, a 10-foot guy would do. He just stood mm-hmm. tall and mollywopped everyone. Yep. Mm-hmm. I will say this. There was a bright spot, though, on Sunday because we did get the Broken Skull Sessions with Chris Jericho. I haven't actually had a chance to listen to it yet. I know it's Thursday, but yeah. You got to watch it. I'm definitely looking forward to it. When you get a chance, definitely do it. There's a lot of AEW name drops. Yeah, I did see one clip where they were literally just talking about AEW, and I thought, I can't believe this is happening on WWE Network. Oh, what's happening? Oh, it's Peacock. Well, I mean, it's still it's still a network everywhere else. <laughs> Fuck Peacock. Oh, it was good. Well, I don't know. They they uh, Jericho was like, you know, he asked TK and 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 Steve apparently went right up to Vince and was like, hey, can I have this guy? And he's like, yeah, sure. I really don't believe that. I think like he would like pitch him the idea, and then he's like, it's a great way to kick off Peacock, and he's like, oh, that's right, we're moving. All right, go for it. <laughs> How much is Jericho gonna cost? Oh, Peacock will cover it. Oh, okay. Well, they did. Well, they did talk about how upset he was with the second match with Kevin Owens on that WrestleMania. <clears throat> Pretty much, that was one of the reasons ah, I put him to leave. Everybody mm-hmm. was. I don't think there was a single wrestling fan in the world that was happy. Nope. With uh, with that situation, apart from uh, the, the really stubborn Goldberg marks who were still stuck in the seventies. Mm-hmm. You're a big, muscly guy. I mean, he did. Now he that's was a He was professional about it. He did say I understood it, but he's like, I didn't like it though. Well, I didn't understand it. They didn't need the yeah, world title. Like, Jericho and Owens did. Right over my fucking head, pal. <laughs> uh, okay. Now, before we get into our new NXT solo segment, uh, make sure you visit our relaunch website, maxwrestling.net, for all your Max Wrestling information, stats, and facts. We got a lot of them. Check it out from championships to Grand Slam championships to knowledge bouts to promo pouts, stats and facts. Get yourself intact. Get yourself a tic-tac because your breath be smelling. Yes, there is a lot of history, stats and facts, including a list of every promo and knowledge bout, which I've noticed are, are mixed up, so I need to swap them around. <laughs> About to say, man. You're giving us a plethora? Is that what you're doing, Daz? 
I, I am always giving plethoras. What it Plenty is. of plethoras. So NXT is now on Tuesdays. Uh, which means we don't have to watch it side by side. Well, I don't have to watch it side by side with Dynamite anymore. And honestly, <laughs> best WWE show of the uh, weekdays so far. Uh, kicking off with new NXT champion Karrion Cross putting the roster on notice. Great to see him finally get his moment. I know uh, there's a couple of people, actually, Chad actually, uh, doesn't really get Cross because he hasn't seen him outside of NXT. And I'm, I was like, pre- pretty much it's the same thing in Impact. He was just a little bit more violent. Um, I mean, he's always been great on the mic, and that was always part of his character. This, you know, this really dark and intimidating voice. First off, this is Chad we're talking about here. So, I also well, want to say uh, Chad hasn't yeah, seen a movie a, before 2016. There was this oh, one well. guy in R. <laughs> there's this one guy, and I, I don't remember who it is, but they're in RWT that was like, hey. Uh, commenting about uh, Karrion Cross, and he was just like completely shitting on the guy, oh saying God. he's basically a joke. He's like a jobber champion. I'm like, the hell! Like you're a jobber champion. Like, have you been watching this man's work? <laughs> like, yeah, this isn't PG. Deceive you. This isn't PG, but I've also got to assume that every time Karrion Cross cuts a promo. Scarlet's got some like vibrating eggs or something because there, there's something going on with her. Maybe it's just his voice. Maybe that's all it takes. But jeez, it. it's like when Harry met Sally scene. I got to say one thing, man. Every time I think of wrestling now, I think of Kurt Angle and Christy Hemme at damn WrestleMania 21. That cracks me up, and then I'll have what she's having. I love that. Still <laughs> to this day, cracks me up. <laughs> yeah. So the goal in life is to win a world championship and then find a girl who looks at you like Scarlet looks at Cross. Exactly. Damn right. And, and pretty much creams in the middle of the ring. Like, calm down, girl. Jeez. Nah, it's all right. You, you do your thing. <laughs> hey, I will still love her because of the fact that what she's doing in NXT and not having to work with freaking Disco Inferno and Impact Wrestling anymore. Ugh, the drizzling oh, uh, shits. Trav, to answer your question, by the way, the dude's name is, uh, I'll, I'll text it to you, but I know exactly the guy you're talking about because him and I went back and forth about it too. Because the second we brought up Charlotte, that's oh, him. Oh, yeah. That was his whole thing. Or not Charlotte, sorry, uh, Scarlett. That was his whole thing. It was like, yeah. oh, you guys are just creaming over the Instagram model. That's, I was like, are you not watching this guy work? <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. She's yeah, fucking hot. I have a boner. Also, I'm watching it. I'm not going <laughs> to be that guy. I'm not going to not he admit also, it. He also called her Carrion's manager. I'm like, uh, she's more than just that, but. Can I just say, this is also, and I hate to say it like this, but this is also one of the reasons I don't go on RWT a lot because of douchebags and jabronis like this. Uh, yeah, hell, just... they made their way into Max, too, with this guy that shows uh, glow sticks up his nose. What? There's a guy that shows glow sticks up his nose? You sent me the damn picture of the guy. I did. <laughs> you get your DX glow sticks on WWEshop.com. <laughs> or apparently yeah, this that guy. guy started, he started in on me again yesterday because I was, like, talking shit about that backstage segment. with. Oh, that guy. Yeah. yeah. Which backstage segment? The one where everybody was reading off of cue cards. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was terrible. Yeah. And, and we know Rhea can do better than that. That's, uh, that's just Vince inter- all over it. The guy that was doing the interview, I've seen him do better. Yeah, he's, he's growing on me really quickly. He was quickly. doing the same thing. He was doing the same thing, reading off 
from cue cards. Like it's it's one thing to script a promo for somebody else, but to actually have cue cards. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't. They they pre-taped these interviews. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, come on you gotta, now. You got to thank mm-hmm. Vince Russo for making that comment. No, I was making a comment before Vince Russo even said that. But I'm just me, and he's Vince Russo, so his work gets held <laughs> Well, I mean, you managed to get on friggin' ringside news pretty quickly. Yeah, there oh, that is true. Uh, there's progress. <laughs> Not that we talk too much about ringside news. No. Uh, M- MSK are the new tag team champions. Successfully defended against Dane and Drake before Imperium attack uh, Killian Dane. Nice to see a little bit of history there. I like them. You know what I'm saying? I like Killian Day and Drake Maverick. They make me laugh. I like Imperium. I'll give me more of that. You know what I'm saying? Just give me Imperium, and I am happy. I mean, I I can understand the the background behind the attack, the reasons for the attack. Like, why why are you messing around with this little guy? You used because to be a monster. Be a monster. Well, he's British, and they have to do the UK thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know. Drake Maverick. Mm, and technically, Dane's Irish. Irish. Hey man, just give me Drake Maverick. That's all I'm saying. I can't. Even I want to be that guy that yells, "What's the fucking difference?" But that's that. That'd be rude. I'm not saying what's the fucking difference, but yeah, I mean, same thing, mm. sort of, kind of. Now I don't think Mike's gonna like this because I'm gonna knock Mercedes Martinez a little bit. Yo, what are you doing? Not not her ability, but um, oh. she gets the win over Jesse Camille and gets her money from oh, Robert fuck Stone. That match. Yeah, I mean, we won't talk too much about the match, but she gets her money from Robert Stone. But she then seems to confuse Vic Joseph for a camera, because she just just starts yelling in his face as she's coming for Raquel. No, the best part though is he looks at wait, what the hell what were you doing then? <laughs> like are you gonna help me out or what the fuck? I was like I died. Forget oh, and Aaliyah's screaming, ah. Oh. Dude, why in the hell for this lady that's supposedly going to be next in line for the newly crowned champion is going to give up 90% to some fucking jabron and win with the move? I I don't know, making Jessica Camille look strong, but which makes no sense because they've been treated like jabrons. Thank you. <laughs> Mercedes my whole point. And Mercedes Martinez has been built like a fucking beast, and you have her sell to fucking Jessica Camille. Where's my money, man? Oh, that was awesome. I'm like, I beg your pardon? And then fucking... <laughs> Elliot was just so... She kept running away and then coming back and screaming. Like, there was one point where she, um, Mercedes had Robert Stone by the throat up against the wall, like the, the plastic wall around the, the barricade. And Elliot was just great. on the other side of it screaming. <laughs> and she was just screaming and the Kamea walks up like she's some badass. I'm like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> oh, that's right. You're what's-your-face. And I'm like, okay, so you're kind of tall. And? And she has that mole on her. Mole, 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 oh, yeah, mole. mole. Right. Yo, you know what that reminds me of with her screaming? It reminds me of every time Molina was with Johnny Nitro when he would defend the Intercontinental Championship, was with Eminem. Oh, all of a sudden, he would go, oh, ah! scream was awful. Yeah, you can see that. Yep. Yep. Oh, terrible. Bring back memories. 
And we did also have a nice little surprise on NXT as Kushida became the new Cruiserweight Champion. Uh, so it kind of makes goodness. sense now why Santos retained at TakeOver. Mm-hmm. Not like the greatest match I've seen out of Kushida, especially on NXT. I, I think I rated it like a three and a half or whatever, but about fucking time hit they do anything with this guy. He's been there for three goddamn years. Now he's the cruiserweight champ. You're going to see Kushida more on 205 and Live now as well. That's fine. Use <laughs> the fuck out of him. Just yeah, I fucking mean, put him on fucking TV. It wasn't that long ago we thought he was going to be North American champion. Yeah. They fudged that. They fudged it. And now he's, uh, even though he lost, Jordan Devlin is going straight for Kushida. It's like, wait, wait a minute. Doesn't Santos get a rematch first? He's okay. like, yeah, but I'm the real wrestler. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Don't but bet against lost. the ice. Oh, but, but you just climb the ladder. I'm like, but that's how you win the match. You know what? <laughs> You're a fucking geek. Your head's okay. like three times too big. Mini Valor. Mini Valor. I like, again, wrestling ability. I look forward to the match, but fuck him. I love that. Thanks. Didn't beat me. Climbed the ladder. Yeah, that, yeah. Was it was like, a ladder match. Yeah, you <laughs> fucking hard. You didn't pin me or submit me. You just climbed the ladder. Even though that's how you win the match, you still didn't beat me. He didn't beat me. He put me through a table. Well, yeah, it's a table match. <laughs> I just, I can't. Uh, that's great. By the way, is Chad pissed because the true champion lost? Probably. I mean, I'm I'm down for a triple threat. To be perfectly honest. Me too. Friggin' Chad over there want to have his chutzpah talking about the true champion, Chad. Chad's too busy bragging, Chad. which we'll get to in a moment. Um, we mentioned MSK. What I do like is we now seem to be getting Champer and Thatcher setting their sights on MSK. I want to see them with the tag team titles. Yes. Because who the fuck's going to beat them? Nobody. <laughs> Goddamn Champer. You need to chill the fuck out, pal. <laughs> you saw it's- Coming just fucking throws the chair, and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, I mean, well, Thatcher's just sitting there grinning. <laughs> with his, like, mis- with his missing teeth. teeth. With his missing That's what I was about to say. With his I missing fucking love it. Teeth. <laughs> uh, then, of course, as we mentioned, we had the great moment with all three new women's champions, um, Raquel celebrating her reign. Um, but first of all, we got the debut of Frankie Monet, a.k.a. Taya Valkyrie. I thought, I thought, isn't she supposed to be in jail? But anyway. What? Well, yeah, she she shot Johnny Bravo. Oh, yeah. Sorry. She's supposed to be in jail. She killed a man. Okay. I've got one note from her debut, and it's what? just a great quote from Wade Barrett as she walked down. Keep that bloody dog away from me. Well... You know where that comes from, too, right? No. Wade Barrett hates dogs. Well, I gathered that from his statement, but I didn't know where it came from. (laughs) No, but he actually said that on, like, a ride-along with Seamus that he hates dogs. Because he legit hates dogs, even though it's it's a tiny little fucking chihuahua. He doesn't Not a chihuahua, it's a Pomeranian. No, I'm right there with him (laughs) because I, too, hate dogs, so I know where Wade Barrett comes from. Dogs are the best. (laughs) Okay. Love dogs. Big dogs. Now, I didn't write down what Raquel said to Frankie, but I wish I had. Because. Cuyo. Put in the cuyo. Yeah. uh, She basically said if she interrupts her again, she's going to shove that dog up her cuyo. Oh, yeah. No, they had a little uh, back and forth in Espanol. Yeah, I didn't know Frankie could speak Spanish. She called called herself the crazy white girl. I was like, well, that's, that's true. 
Was I mean, I knew, fair enough? obviously, I knew she wrestled in Mexico, but I didn't know she actually spoke Spanish. Yes. I, I'm sure. Well, she was out there for like 10 years, I think. Oh, she, okay then. <laughs> well, that's what you get when you're out there with like Pentagon Jr. in Phoenix and you pick up the language. Mm-hmm. I mean, with a name Wait. like Frankie Monet, I expect her to talk French. That's the right. other thing, too, because people. Wasn't, that where, wasn't that where uh, she met John Morrison? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lucha Underground, too. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to hear him speak in Spanish. <laughs> By the way, Frankie Monet, everybody's been going. See it now. <laughs> Every, everybody's been shitting on the name, but she's like, well, I picked the name, so, you know. Oh, okay. Because we. Hello, what's this? Miname. El. Uh, John El Morrisino. John Morrison. There you go. That's John Morrison trying to speak Spanish. I'm, I'm sure we said it, it. NXT names often sound like they just pick random names out of a hat, but if she picked it, then fair enough. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, again, after a while. Frankie just sounds like a dude. That's all. Yeah. Well. Francesca. Francesca Monet. There you go. Well, then say that. Okay, I'm going to make a pop culture reference here, and I know this is not a shock to everybody. So in the mid-2000s, there was that artist, I believe it was Frank K. You know, Iman had that song, Fuck What I Said, Don't Mean Shit Now, Fuck You, You Ho, I Don't Want You Back. She came back with a diss track, you know what I'm saying, Fuck You Right Back, Hit You With The F-U-R-B. So, I mean, hey, if you can have that Frank K, why can't you have this Frank K? And Frank K was the kid's name in uh, Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. So, I mean, hey, can't go wrong with that. Okay, Frank K. Yeah, Frank K. Yep. Well, um, something that shocked Andrade, I believe, was Roderick Strong resigning from NXT, just handing in his reg- resignation papers. Andrade's like, wait, you can do that? Right. <laughs> like, I can just, just what? <laughs> you sons of bitches. Uh, Which, I don't know, it just, something tells me that they're going to, like, make him a character now. Yeah, I mean, we know he hasn't really resigned that or, or he's going to end up being like the dude that's like going to travel around. He's going to go to the UK. Yeah, I, I, I don't, don't see him popping up on Raw or SmackDown. No. Vince don't like him. Be honest, I mean, I he knows how to wrestle. I don't give a shit. I, got, I did get distracted, though, because I got to say, Marina Shafir looking good. Yeah, she looking popped up. She I was like, I forgot they were even married. Yep. I'll take All her with Jessica Duke every, any, any day of the week. Facts. Choked in my water. <laughs> Choked in my water. Yo, okay, I'll be honest with you. There's some people that call her Marmaduke, and I that's that's mean, but it's funny that's just hilarious. because it is. But Jessica Duke, I got no problem with her, like with MMA and stuff. But I got to say something right now. When it comes to Marina Shafir and Jessica Duke, I ain't kicking Marina Shafir out of bed, and I don't mean to be that pervy guy right now. But goddamn, she was like, good, good. <laughs> Yeah, she she yeah. did look very different. I didn't recognize her at first. Oh my goodness! Don't put him in the ring. But if I can get Marina Shafir on my TV, oh, yeah. please. There you go. Oh. So, serious question. Maybe it's just me, but is anybody else getting bored of seeing Swerve versus Rough? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So again, back to the TSK because that's how we get down. We were talking about the same exact fucking thing. It's it's entertaining to watch. It's like if you were watching an indie show and you know like the two stars are going to have a great main event anyway, and you're like, fuck it, let's just watch it. This is exactly what this always is now. It's just that randomly great main event in, in an indie show. 
they're going to do cool, cool stuff. It's going to be badass. But you're going to be like, okay, can we see somebody else now? <laughs> I mean, so. they kind of added a new layer to it with uh, Leanne Ruff getting his chutzpah. The chutzpah? Fuck um, that guy. What a dweeb. Leon Ruff, I gotta say, not a bad talent. I'm glad he got his shine on a takeover, but I am tired of him and Swerve, and Swerve being the heel. I get it, you know what I'm saying? He did the promo from his podcast and studio. Man, it's one of those things where I'm just like, Swerve had so, we've talked about this, Swerve had so much potential, could have been the Cruiserweight champion, then you turn him heel, and he, of course he's got that swag, but when it comes to this, and you're feuding with Leon Ruff, you know, I'll give two squirts a piss about it, you know what I'm saying? Leon Ruff has the chutzpah, but this, I'm tired of it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just too repetitive. I feel like Al Green there. Maybe, tired of, you know. maybe if they weren't wrestling each other every week and they were actually doing something to continue the story besides Swerve always beating him. I mean, when you have, like, series of matches, like, I can do with the best of five and the best of seven series. Give me Booker and Benoit. Give me Booker and Cena. Give me something good like Cesaro and Sheamus. But, you know, these two, uh-uh. And that's the thing. There's nothing on the line. It's just... <laughs> Swerve keeps beating Ruff, so Ruff keeps getting another match with him. Why? Yep. Because. Because. Now, normally, I hate um, any more than six people being in the ring at the same time, unless it's Survivor Series or something, because then it has a point. But I loved the uh, eight-person main event on NXT. And my favorite moment, which I'm sure is everybody's favorite moment from the match, was Indy tricking Dexter into uh, carrying her away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the old fucking was uh, was it Wendy Peppercorn and and uh, and squints. Like I've never heard a crowd out. cheer and encourage somebody to abduct a woman before. I go yeah yeah take her take her take her. I was it's yelling like, too. I was like grab her. She holds like, the diddle. It was like cheering on Quagmire. Yeah, do it. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> That's the fucking perfect way to put it. Even though she it's wasn't like really unconscious. Um, but I loved the moment where she just winked at the camera so much that it's in our new intro. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, that was just the fucking greatest spot ever. I was just like, I was like, dude, wake up and do the big wink. And she did. Yeah. But she like overly did it like cartoon mode. I'm like, perfect. <laughs> fucking and, and perfect. Just making it even better was Beth just laughing her ass off to it. Oh, yeah. She already knew. <laughs> He's like, oh, I've been taking prisoner before. This this gives me a new appreciation for the lovely Miss Indy Hartwell. Oh, I've always right? appreciated her. I was I was always cramping on her, but but right now she showed some she showed some personality, some about it. She's yeah. good. Um, wrestling wise, she's good. But that was the thing that was lacking with her. She didn't have that personality. But Dexter yeah. Loomis sold it great too. Like when she first bumped on the on the mat, while he's got Gargano in the submission, he just turns around. What the fuck was that? Ooh, unconscious woman. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the submission. <laughs> oh, it was, good. Then, it was so good. And then it happens again on the apron, and he's like, <laughs> Oh, she's, she's moved. Here. I think I need to take her. She's moved, she but she's still unconscious. Here, you know? Fucking damsel in distress over here. It, it must have been that move over there. <laughs> that, that, that little move over there. Um, I mean, another good thing about the match, there was actually some chemistry between Bronson Reed and Shotzi and Ember. I'd quite like mm-hmm. to see them continue to team up. I mean, it was fun. Yeah, it was a fun yeah. main event. And, and uh, I, I was just 
wishing I was Bronson Reed. <laughs> right? Oh, when he was carrying them both at the end. Yep. <laughs> or that one shot, he was like, throw me, throw me, throw me. And laughed so hard. He was like, you want me to do what? Okay. Yeah, it was almost like Gimli. And and uh, and I were going, toss me. Don't, hey, toss don't, me. don't tell the elf. I was actually <laughs> shocked that she was on the show. I mean, hell, you yeah. could see it on her face. She was struggling to be her. You know? mm-hmm. I mean, all things considered, she did great. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. About to say, they don't call Bronson Reed Thick Boy for nothing, man. Thick thighs save lives. Mm-hmm. Just lifting him up. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's a big old feller. Looks like he's getting, it looks like he's putting on some muscle because he's getting wider, but I don't think he's getting any fatter. Yeah. This coming from a fat guy. <laughs> um, I, he, I mean, he may be in line for another. North American title shot now. Yeah, that that really made me mad. It's like, why would you strap the rocket to somebody's ass just for it to go out of fuel before it hits space? Mm-hmm. Like, come on, dude, just crown him. Like, how crown it me. wouldn't have been that hard. <laughs> crown me. Crown. Hit me, hit me. Crown me. I will rule you. Rule you. <laughs> you know what the best part still that cracks up about it is? It was when the father sees him just come out on the motorcycle, then all of a sudden, at the end, he does the line, I will bust you! That's it! That's it right there! And he's so proud. Because he's just, I will bust you. That's right. Uh, we gotta do that on the Netflix. Yes, we do. Yes, we do, absolutely. Oh, it's okay. I'm Diana Hart, and you're watching the Andre Corbiel Wrestling Show. Woo! Jinder Mahal. Hey, how you doing, my friend? Good, I'll see you having me on the show. How you doing, Angela? Hello. Wonderful, how are you? Kitty. Oh, my God. The Cleaner! Davey Richards, how are you doing, my man? Very well. The Dog of War, Jesse Hill, and we're with Andre Corbiel. Honor. Tradition. Because we're all in this for one thing, wrestling. This is the voice of Killer Cross. And right about now, we're about to take it to the max. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Madhouse. Hey, this is Tommy Dreamer, and you're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. Giving you all your wrestling information to the extreme. This is Max Wrestling, and if you prefer your podcast in audio form only, we are on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, and CastBox. I gotta do it this early in the show? Yes, you do. CastBizzle! Yeah, I didn't give him a warning. Somebody's trying out for a rock. I felt like Ozzy Osbourne right there. All aboard, man. There you go, take it. Now, before we move on, we seem to have entered a little feud with another podcast, and I'm talking a straight-up real podcast called Bold Prediction, uh, a.k.a. Chad and the Two Ryans. Now, they came in and took some gold last week, fired a couple of shots. Travis, you fired some back. These motherfuckers acting like I'm invisible. (laughs) First and foremost, my mommy won the Predictions Championship, so shut the fuck up. You ain't that special. Yes, she did. So did I. I know. Like, I'm just that's like eight motherfuckers predictions champs. Yeah, there's, there's like almost a dozen predictions champions this, this week. This is on a 24-7 title there, bub. 
Friggin', you won it. The Ryans won it. My mom won it. Nikola won it. You won it, I believe, Moses. Hey, I wanted to take over, yep. too. Hey, you I was say Daz has won it. Harold's yep. won it. Yep. I think this Daniel is like the Perkins only title that Amir hasn't won, though. Sorry, Amir. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's pretty much out of reign with it. The, the great thing was um, yeah. Chad joined the One Day Club. Yes. <laughs> I mean, hell, half of us are in it. But so. I'm in the yeah. One Day Club. <laughs> yeah. Like these guys coming over here trying to say they're going to take all the gold and this and that. I'm like, okay, well, these, you do realize that I'm also predictions champion. And Chad, did he forget that I, compl- I completely whooped his ass in trivia last week? Yes. Oh, yeah. Shocked like, the world, on, did. By the way, you disappoint me, Mo. I know. I disappoint myself. No, hold on. You know why you disappoint me, Mo? Oh. Because you ruined the trajectory of the Iron Bank contract. Here's what you did. So Kenny wins it first. Phoenix wins it. Then I win it. All former knowledge champions. You were the only knowledge champion in the Iron Bank, and then you get molly in the first round. Yeah, I, I, yeah I was, that was not my day. <laughs> I was. I swear I was like every freaking one. It was, uh, no, use this one instead. Use this answer instead. Like, when the second he said, it, I think it was like a 30-minute, like Iron Man match yeah, or whatever. I was like, thing. I was like, fuck no, because that was sixty for Steamboat, and I yelled Steamboat, and I was like, God damn it, no, you moron! I yelled at myself. I was side texted Travis. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm not even mad at nobody else. But my damn self. I'm like, you fuck. Like, all these were easy, but yeah, it, hey, it, it's what happened. So, like I said, these these cats are extra confident. You you got beat by Trav, okay? If, <laughs> now, if you lose to Amir. Don't ever start talking shit. Yes, <laughs> Mr. 2012. Well, here's a problem that was funny, I thought, because Daniel Crimmins wants some of this, and I'm like, Dude, okay. Dude, DC. He's good. Ooh, He's very good. Debut. So, so Daniel Crimmins told Amir to wait wait in line, and Amir's like, this man's kicked my ass so many times, I don't want another shot to not shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know I don't want none of this. Well, okay, here's my thing, because they want to get into promo championship, right? What the hell are the other two guys' names? What are Ryan's? Dweebs not see what's going on. What are their what are the what are their names? Ryan and Ryan. It doesn't the matter Ryans. because well it doesn't matter because oh, the name's Mike not not Mike Larkin so you think I really give a damn? Now you see Mike, you're the reason that I was kind of happy that DC didn't beat Phoenix because then he would have coming up against you and that would, you know, ain't nobody ready for Mike so that would have been like an hour title reign. Probably. Mm-hmm. But no, when it comes to Dan, what what I also appreciate about him is he was he was honest that he didn't know Nikki Storm and Nikki Cross. But I was I, I'll be honest with you, he did very very well, and I look forward to going against Dan in the future. But the problem that I have with the bold predictions, guys, is again promo competitions. You know what I'm saying? Knowledge competitions. Like we do our thing here, and now all of a sudden they want to get a piece of the pie. They're like the Jeffersons. They yeah. finally want to get a piece of that pie. They want to move on up. The pie. Well, pie. you can't keep a good horseman down, you just can't. like this promo says. There's uh, something that's been bothering me. Ever since you messaged me and you were like, oh, come help me film the cinematic match, I was like, yeah, of course, of course, we're friends. That's what friends do. But then I found out something that I didn't like. I wasn't your first choice, was I? In fact, I wasn't even your second choice. I was your third choice. Now, like I said, I thought we were friends, but apparently not. So I'm going to show you 
what type of friends we are, when I come over to match wrestling and I take all of your championships, knowledge, promo, predictions, world, they're all mine. Oh, and one last thing, shape, go shape yourself into a dildo and go fuck yourself. This is not your world champion speaking because I'm no longer your world champion. Hmm. But at least it's gone to somebody deserving. Congratulations, Phoenix. Now, just like I dropped the world championship, I've also dropped the accent. Because this isn't about championships. This isn't about promo exhibitions. This, this is about bragging rights. You see, the bold prediction crew came into our house over WrestleMania week. And needless to say, they left with gold. Chad and the Ryans, at one point or another, all three of them have held the Predictions Championship over the weekend. Chad, only for one day. Both Ryans currently hold the Predictions Championship along with six other people. One of which is now tied with Travis for most consecutive defenses. And looks to go for number five, but here's the problem. The next pay-per-view we have to predict is an impact pay-per-view. Oh yeah, rebellion. And how apropos is that? Because we are in the middle of our own rebellion right now. So, come rebellion. I have a bold prediction that Travis will save the day and reclaim the gold for Max Wrestling. Now, if you're really feeling frosty, I guess you could always try your luck with Mike and the Knowledge Championship, in which case I would have to pray for mercy on your souls. But for now, boys, you brought a knife to a gunfight. Because, <laughs> I don't know if you know or not, but we're kind of a big deal. You see, not many people can combine a clique with a group of elite gentlemen and form what is known as the Max Horsemen. So, in the words of Mr. Hall, you want a war? You're gonna get one. Oh my god, man. When it comes to both predictions, man, you know I'm a nice guy with the podcast and stuff, everybody doing their thing, providing a platform. But I gotta say right now, Ryan and uh friggin' Ryan and Chad <laughs> act like a bunch of damn chuckle fucks on the show, talk about they got the goddamn <laughs> predictions title and shit. Chuckle fuck mania is running wild, man. I can't. Chuckle, chuckle fuck mania, you say. <laughs> oh, chuckle fuck vision. Know. 
John. I don't know. Let me just. I just. My one and only thing is, is go watch. Go watch King of the Mike up until promo mania if you think you can handle anybody on there good luck to you i remember my first rodeo well <laughs> subject touchy subject i hey and I'm, I'm man enough to admit it so like i said if you got if you're bold enough let's see how far you can go king of the mic is right around the corner mm-hmm. um well it's now time for the segment where we share some baffling iwc posts with you this is shit marks say. Oh, dweebs of the week, got it. Dweebs of the week, yes. <laughs> is this the championship one where the guy talking about Roman is it that guy? Oh, that that's one of them, yeah. Okay. Oh lord. It's still real to me, damn it. Um so first up, um okay. This first one is what Miz and Morrison did to Bad Bunny was way beyond too personal, and Adam should fire them. Vandalism is uncalled for and illegal. I hope Bad Bunny sues them. This is you know, this was when Man destroyed his own car. fucking car for entertainment. You dork. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, it's not like Vince McMahon had cement in his mm-hmm. car. In his car, exactly what I'm alluding to. Yep. Uh, also, The Rock had a Lincoln Continental destroyed mm-hmm. by a monster truck. Yep. Mm-hmm. They blew up a fucking limo. Yep. Yep. Uh, destroyed the DX Express. Yep. Like vehicles don't have a good track record in WWE. That's why they we painted park- fucking Vince's plane. Yep. <laughs> That's why we have parking lot brawls. Like, don't bring an expensive car to the shop. Hello, don't you see why everybody <laughs> drives fucking like Altimos and shit? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're not fucking in my goddamn car. <laughs> Uh, this next one isn't necessarily a bad one. I just wanted to say it because I agree with it. Uh, my cousin still loves Nikki Bella, and it's disgusting. I agree. It is disgusting. Factuals. <laughs> oh, I saw their speech. I got really, really mad. I'm not watching that. I, I know what line you got mad at. Actually, I got mad at Jerry Lawler for saying they put Daniel. They made Daniel Bryan a household name. Shut the fuck up. Shut Are you the fuck fucking up, kidding me? Yeah, he did say that. No, I'm really not watching the fucking Hall of Fame. <laughs> Which part you got said, you? With, what the fuck? Which part in the speech got you? Because I was pissed already when he said. Oh, that I didn't thing. watch the speech. I Thank literally that was, that was when I switched off when they said the bellows were coming out. Oh, okay, well, yeah. They start. I think they start about give divas a chance and the whole thing, and then they start about where they came from, the diva search and stuff. And I'm like, true, but I'm just like, don't act like y'all are thespians of women's wrestling, for God's sake. No, you were the epitome of the Divas division, which was everything that was wrong with women's wrestling. Shut the mm, fuck up, Nikki. But we had Give Divas a Chance, and you know, the hashtag started for us, and the, I'm like, Paige and Emma! Paige and Emma! Mm. Yeah, disgusting. And third and finally... Wait, hold on. You know what that reminds me of, what you just did there? You remind me of friggin' Officer Gomez and White Chicks. You really are disgusting. They're dudes, aren't they? You sniffing the panties? Huh? Huh? White Chicks? I, I was oh, thinking more the Scottish mum who wanted to know which of her two daughters didn't flush the toilet. Oh, wow. If you find it on YouTube, it's a classic. Disgusting. I have, I have to look at that up now, man. You know what I'm saying? At least it's not like taking battle shits yeah. in Maryland, Kumar, or the White Castle. Literally just type it's Scottish mum disgusting. Yes. <laughs> All right, I've got to go look that up now. Okay. Uh, third and finally, <clears throat> I got a new neck name for Roman, the Tribal Cheater. What in the fuck is a nickname? I, I, I believe it's a neck, a name that you tattoo on your neck. Kind of like Cody. I see. Ah, got it. 
gigantic state yeah. that eventually New Japan will break off. I got it. He's 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 a tribal cheater now. Okay. And that was shit Mark say. AKA There's Dweebs a of the Week. Triple threat, bud. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't cheat in a triple threat. It's no DQ. Like, are you fucking Oh my god. <laughs> these uh, fucking dorks call themselves wrestling fans? Well, WWE fans, I don't think. Okay, never mind. Yeah. All right. Now, we're going to get into AEW to finish the show, but first of all, uh, ho, ho, laugh. Oh, 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 oh. Hey, hey, Is it Little Girl Gets Reamed for Not Flushing the Toilet? Yes. Yeah, hold on. Here we go. Oh, you're going to play it? Okay. The great thing was they still uploaded it. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, last week was our biggest show of the year, Promomania 6. Congratulations to Mike Larkin, who cashed in his 2020 Iron Bank contract on the Phoenix to win his third Knowledge Championship. Congratulations to Hakeem Fullerton, who was crowned the first Max Wrestling Group MVP. Chris Durham is your 2021 Iron Bank winner. We have eight predictions champions by the end of WrestleMania Night 2 and finally congratulations to the Phoenix who held on to his promo championship and became your new world champion by setting fire to the shape in the cinematic showdown by the way can anybody smell singed hair yeah, I was just gonna ask just me. you I... what is wrong with you guys too by the way I freaking have to call the fact that you the Phoenix you know set you on fire there and I have to ring the damn bell and then all of a sudden I got to see Amir's tongue get freaking taken off by Nikola. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with my friends? <laughs> the funny thing was, I, you, I asked you to do that voiceover before I told you what it was for. So you, it was just like, oh, he set fire to him. Okay, ring the bell. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I, I'm just mad that you've never told me that Pyro and Wolverine is uh, Phoenix's badge. Oh, you were great with that. I died when you posted it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like, I was sitting there watching the promo, and I was like, God almighty. That's like straight out of X-Men 2. Like when they were leaving uh, Bobby's house or whatever, yeah. and they're surrounded by the cops, and Pyro's just sitting there, and he's holding his little Zippo lighter. I'm like, this Damn. is this is why Phoenix Damn. has his fixation on burning people. Oh wow! <laughs> no, he did. He didn't even know who Pyro is. <laughs> <laughs> like I had to sit there and explain pretty much everything about Pyro. He's like, oh, okay. He's like one of the coolest X Men. He can shoot fire. <laughs> By the way, he had he had to correct you. He is only two weeks behind on Max Wrestling, not three. Of course. Seven, got it. <laughs> well, what made me laugh, too, is he goes, well, I even said it to you in the chat. I said, well, when you were asking, is, uh, is are we in, um, Phoenix and I, excuse me, like, afraid with Chris Durham, are we worried? And I'm like, well, Phoenix has to listen to the show in order to sweat. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Man, but so... now, he's got, now he's got Moni Lynn at Trivia Takeover. All right, I'm sorry. Yes, guys. so that's a nice segue. Thank you, everybody that tuned into Pawn Mania last week. We loved making every minute, and a special thank you to the 26,000 Facebook viewers. That, that's more people than was in attendance for WrestleMania. 
Yes. <laughs> Um, the next time we bring you a special event is June 24th for the one night of the year where the chase is on. It's Promo Mania Trivia Takeover. Nah, I'm kidding. It's, <laughs> it's Trivia Takeover 6 Mortal Conflict. For the second year, the Knowledge Championship is on the line as new champion Mike defends against Alex Dorio, Chad Malcolm, LJ, and Moses Marquez in the now annual Champions Chase match. Well, all right. But Good luck, bud. Moses does has other fish to fry as he gets his rematch with the Phoenix to complete their trilogy for the promo championship. It started in December at the Maxis, and they're now one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. Let's go. But the Phoenix has kind of put himself in the firing line because he's now also the world champion, and he'll have to put his newly won gold on the line against the queen of RWT, Moni Lin. Moni Lin. I got to pull double duty. Good luck to your partner. All right, I'm going to say this right now. So there is one, one thing I have not done yet, and that is win the Max World title. So I don't care if it's the Phoenix or Moni Lin, I have my sight set. It may even be Chris if he catches in before. Oh, wait, no, that's, what, that's promo. My bad. I was about to say, what are you doing here, man? You're just <laughs> going to build forgetting everything you do you all not understand that i'm mere months away from taking one of his pieces of gold away then probably more than likely leaving me first in line for a shot at the world title first in line you like that i like that <laughs> like that. uh plus following the shape's demise the jester will make an appearance to address his future that goes down on june 24th go to maxwrestling.net slash takeover six for more information yeah. yeah. Promo Mania Trivia Takeover. Now. PTT. PTT. Promo Mania Trivia Takeover. PTT. Uh, for the first time, it's now part of the show where we go all elite for dynamites. Uh, there's no Wednesday Night War anymore. Yay. Now, before we start on AEW, I'll be the first one to say it. Shut the fuck up, Ivelisse. Oh, absolutely. The, the mistreatment that she had, you know, it goes with her everywhere. And I'm going to say this. Well, you said it. I'm not going to overdo it, man. But I'm going to say this. Yo, this girl, she started out on Tough Enough. She got hurt, right? And then she goes to Lucha Underground. They have that whole thing where everybody's suing everybody in Lucha Underground. Then she goes back to AAA. Now she's on AEW. Complained about mistreatment. This girl has baggage everywhere she goes. She's an attitude problem. So as soon as I saw that, I'm like... Well, I'm not shocked by this in the slightest because she has an attitude problem. The one part of her complaint that really made me laugh was complaining that um, Funda Rosa didn't like her and management didn't do anything about it. You were what? on TV stiffing the girl. Yeah, what Thank the you. hell do you expect, girl? And and the problem is she was complaining about the coaches. I'm like, who's she getting into? With Jerry Lynn, one of those sons of guns? Why, why would you want to argue with Jerry Lynn? What the fuck did he ever do to you? Oh, my God. Firecracker. I'd probably help you. Man, the only other time I saw this girl besides wrestling, she was on an episode of Tattoo Nightmares on Spike TV, getting her fire crotch tattooed above her, you know, JJ, if you will. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Oh, man. yeah, the Vagine. Yep. The Vagine. Yep. Like, I, I, I used to really like Ivelisse, but it's it's kind of funny fan. that she always seems to be at the center of these problems. And where the hell does she go now? Because WWE don't want her ass. So I'm going to say with her, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor. Yeah. I don't even yeah, I hear TNA is hiring. MLW. MLW, that's true. But who knows? Well, 
with this type of baggage, would any company really want her? It's like Austin Aries. With Austin Aries and his bullshit, would anybody want to hire Austin Aries? She's probably just better off still wrestling in Puerto Rico then. Yeah, then just go back to AAA. Go back to AAA. There you go. Her and Aries are probably the only two people that'll work with Joey Ryan. <sighs> there you go. Fucking work with Joey Ryan. <laughs> Did you see his YouTube got taken down or whatever the fuck, Joey Ryan? Thank <laughs> God. I don't <laughs> listen to this fucking dweeb no more. Ugh. I just it comes up in the news and the problem with him is I hate the fact that I'm gonna say this right now. I hate insincere and ignorant assholes. So it's one of those things when it comes to him and he's trying to put this image of he's nice, he's wearing these shirt and button downs, and I'm like, son, you did these to these girls and you wanna act like you're the fucking victim. Shut the fuck up, Joey Ryan, with your porn stash. You were in that seventies team looking like a damn seventies porn star. You were on impact rubbing oil all on yourself, freaking trying to act like a goddamn Ron Jeremy or something. You stupid putts. I hate him. Asshole. Asshole. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. All right, so AEW did kick off with MJF failing to buy off Mike Tyson. <laughs> I don't want none of your money, man. Yeah, I don't want none of your money, game, man. man. I'm going to keep it right down the middle. I, I always kind of forget just how bad Tyson's lisp is, and then the very opening line from Dynamite's like, whoa. Yep. I'm so excited right to hear Dynamite tonight. Bobby Lashley has improved his speech since sounding like Mike Tyson. I will say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, sorry, sorry, Mr. Tyson. Don't come over and bite my ear off. Yeah, we apologize. Uh, opening match was a, a bomb burner, really. Fucking I mean, banger. Death Triangle versus uh, Young Bucks. We saw, I Four think... Four and a half stars, I rated this thing. More heel tendencies from Matt than we did uh, Nick. Mm-hmm. Matt, Matt always was is. really going for it. Oh yeah, he's, he's he's when he wants to go full heel, he goes full yeah. heel. Like one of my favorite moments was uh, Pack unable to get the tag, and then Matt just runs over to the other corner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do <you> tag me? <laughs> I'm loving the the like every time. Um, uh, yeah, uh, Nick would hit like a cool spot or whatever. I think he hit the uh, like the face buster, and then like. Uh, Phoenix like lands right on top of his head. He just looks right at the camera. Did you see that? Right on top of his head. I'm just like fucking dork. This is awesome though. <laughs> you know what it reminded me of? And I know we were talking about the Hall of Fame before. Did yeah. you guys see Eric B- <laughs> Eric Bischoff? Because I think it had something to do. They were asking him a question about the Young Bucks and everything that they're doing with Impact. And he goes, "Nobody gives a shit about the AEW Impact wrestling relationship." And I'm like, "How do you really feel about that, Easy?" Oh man. You're in the Hall he of Fame now, that, all, all of a sudden. he's gotten paychecks from AEW. Yep. Yeah, but he's in the Hall fucker. of Fame now, so he's changed yeah. his tune. Oh, whatever. They gave me the ring. <laughs> they gave me the ring, brother. And now I get, like, $40,000 a year from him. Dorks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, to be honest with you, there's a slightness of it that I agree with, because, I mean, who have they really brought in besides, like, the Good Brothers and people going back? I mean, they did the thing with Private Party, but I'm sorry to say this, and I love Dave Finley and Juice Robinson, but Finn Juice. Yeah. I love them guys. The fuck? I love them too, but, like, does it really move the needle bringing in Finn Juice? Well, who else are you going to bring in? They ain't got no goddamn money. I'm just saying, man. Well, I don't know. Is uh, that the money? I'm trying to think. Who else they could have brought in? There's nobody else to bring in. Well, I mean, there are no names right now. True. I mean, you got Will Ospreay out here challenging CM Punk to a match. Mm hmm. Yeah. Punk also said he'd uh... like to face Omega. Yeah. Yeah. So then what the fuck are we waiting on then, asshole? 
Or he's just, you ain't gonna fight. You ain't gonna do no more MMA fight. You already said you're too fucking old. The, or he's just trolling everybody. Well, well the, the thing with Punk that kind of annoys me is when he references making a return. He's always like, "Well, nobody's made me like an actual offer." What like, the hell do you like, want then? Like we've all in. Um, I think the Buck said it'd be cool if you showed up, but he was like, they didn't actually say we want to do this. They was like, yeah, it'd be cool if you showed up. Like, make me an offer and then we'll talk. Just show he up. Wants, he just wants to get paid to show up. I mean, they're in your I can't say I blame him, but I mean, at the same time, like, you can't go around like, well, well nobody's made me an offer. Because every time we turn around, you're like, I don't know if I'd ever go back to wrestling, but never say never. Wait a minute. Hold on there, Moses Marquez. You think I'm just going to friggin' ignore the fact that you just said, I'm the water boy, durr. I saw what you did there. I saw what you did there, Moses Marquez. <laughs> well, you kind of, well, that's the thing, because, like, dude, like, I'm a huge punk fan. Like, don't get me wrong. He's Him and Kevin Owens are the reason I decided I have to go watch a lot of ROH's past. Like, mm-hmm. I have to do it. And because of them, it kind of sparked indie wrestling, but blah, 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 blah. That's not the point. The, the point is, is it's just... Oh, it's so goddamn frustrating. I give up. I just give up. I hate this shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm I'm out. I'm moving. I'm moving. You're like Jesse Ventura. He's out. That's it. I'm moving. When he friggin' you're like Jesse Ventura when he walked off of a uh, Opie and Anthony. That's it. I'm moving. Getting all mad at Jim Norton for talking. Well, because about it's like it's either it's either you're coming back or you're not. Shut up about it. Like I'm I've had enough. I've, I've, I'm, and, and I'm the dude that's been clamoring for your return for at least six years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm right there with you. So it's like, shit or get off the pot, bud. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. But I still Blue pop. Blue hurt. That's still pop. It's like Bray Wyatt Monday night at, in the Firefly Funhouse. Clout chasing. <laughs> there you go. Clout chasing. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh. Here's here's where I kind of got off the pot on Dynamite. Jade Car Crash versus Red Velvet. No, thank you. Didn't care the first time, don't care this time. Yeah, piss break. Yeah. So, so Mini Brandy and Wes Briscoe's wife takes on Jade Cargill, and I'm still like, no. And you know what it is, too? Like, again, great look, and we've discussed this. She's got the abs, but that still doesn't mean that she knows how to work. And Red Velvet is trying as hell. But I'm going to say this right now. I've seen her work in Florida. I've seen her work in general. She is still green as goose shit. So you put that together and you don't get the best of both worlds. You get drizzling shits. I, I keep getting confused at all these people singing Jade's praises. Are we watching the same match? Well, a lot I know, of people... right? That's what I'm saying. God am I, she sucks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on there. Like, I, I hate her more than the freaking Bellas. Wait, hold on, hold on. I gotta, That's I gotta up hatred, that. boy. I gotta up that, and you, and you brought this on yourself, Mr. Travis the Walker Anderson. I don't care. <laughs> do you, I love you. Do you hate Jade Cargill as much as you hate Kylie Ray? I think I hate her more. Yeah, I, well, I'd be surprised if it wasn't more. Okay, she's here, fine. Here, What's let the me problem? let me put it on. Here, this will tell you how much I do not like. Jade. Okay. She is the equivalent to Renee Michelle. Okay, well, yeah. All right. That, that, that's, 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 that's a lot of hate. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, you got me. Touche. I can't say anything about that. So, so Jade, 
I hate you. So when it comes to Jade Cargill, other thing I will say, like one of the things about her is like, again, people were raving about, oh, she looked pretty good with Shaq and stuff. I'm like, are we like, like you were saying, are we watching the same match? Because I think Shaq kicked some major bootay in that match over Jade Cargill. And I got to say, she is athletic. Mm-hmm. She has like some moments, but she still does. You know, it was green. It's like when I watched Shaniqua, a.k.a. Linda Miles. Like, Shaniqua was a big girl, and she could do a powerbomb, but she still sucked. I mean, she won tough enough. Doesn't mean that she's going to be, you know, ace. You know what I'm saying? But then you get Jade Cargill over here. They just like her because of her size. And like Travis was saying, like, I watched her match against Danny Jordan, and I wasn't impressed. You know what I'm saying? It just I, – I don't see the praise. Again, girl has a good look, but she still sucks. And Red Velvet is not there yet. She still is green, too. So yeah. that's what – see- that's what's driving me insane about this entire thing is so you got Jade and Red Velvet. Yep. Both of them are green as hell. Green as like shit. They need a hell a lot of more work, not just in the ring, but on the mic as well. Mm-hmm. Like they completely suck on the mic. Mm-hmm. But why Red Velvet is like damn undefeated and all, pretty much next in line for a title shot because for whatever reason after a year all of her now, wins are coming from dark yep but still it still counts and for over a year now almost right at a year they have pretty much said fuck it with the rating system mm-hmm. the ranking mm-hmm. and now that's all they were talking about yesterday was the ranking. Whenever they were advertising a match, they had the ranks on there. And then uh, Britt Baker, she's like dissecting it, you know? Yes. And, and Red Velvet is number two. You know what it is, too? I look at that. Like, how is Britt, number one, how has Britt Baker not been AEW Women's Champion? I, mm-hmm. I don't. And, and also, when it comes to, like, Red Velvet and all that, too, like, I'm going to say this right now. As much as I didn't want to see her in Jade Cargill, I don't want to see her in a Karushita. No. I don't. Like, it. Yeah, no <laughs> one of them. They need to go back to the Nightmare Factory and freaking Train. put in a hell a lot of more work. Come back next year. Train your Ooh, ass off. Next year, Come now. back next year, and then I might give you a shot. But Jade's only there because of Shaq. Yep. That's why she's getting it, and that's she's bullshit. She's there because of her look. That, too. Now, let's, she could say, too, that she, well, she well, she's, she's Shaq's, like, wife or girlfriend. No, or he's, she's no. Shaq's, man, that's Shaq's manager. Like, former oh, business manager. Same damn difference. <laughs> Same damn difference. So, okay. <laughs> when it comes to the Nightmare Factory, like, Jade Cargill can tell me all day, every day, that she's training at the Nightmare Factory. But I'm like, put some more fucking work into it because you still suck. Like, you can tell me that you're doing Nightmare Factory. They tell me that you're training, but it doesn't showcase in your talents when we see you on TV. It, mm-hmm. it makes me think of, like, Eva Marie. Oh, God. You know, like, sucks, has no ring or Mike ability. Almost like, killed Carmella. Like, just completely sucked. But they're there for the look. 
Uh, it's the same thing with Cameron. Like Cameron had a nice look too, and she was a pretty girl. But Cameron can't wear it. Russell worth the damn. So I mean, I, you know what it is too. And like we crap on Lana, but like Lana at least tries. Even Marie just again almost killed Carmella. She couldn't work, and they only pushed her for the look. You know what I'm saying? The red hair, all red, everything. But yeah, it's it's one of those things where yeah, just get Jade Cargill off my TV, get Red Velvet off my TV, give me anybody that's not them off my TV. And I mean, we also had another women's match with the the Alien being back with Chris Statlander and my girl Amber Nova. Yeah. Oh, she looked good. So hey, real quick, just to make Trav hate uh, Jade a little more, you know she tried out at the WWE Performance Center and back in 2019. Really? Yep. And she also uh, trained with A.R. Fox at his academy. Yeah, I learned a little bit from Mark Henry while I... training with Heath Miller. Okay, how do you still suck then? <laughs> hey, that's that's how you know you well, ain't made for this gotta, business. You also got to think they did. Uh, well, at the same time, camera, so so. If she tried to start in WWE, maybe she got the wrong fucking impression. I mean, I to be it. fair, Mike Brian Kendrick also tried to train Eva Marie. We were talking about that, and then mm. Eva Marie almost killed fucking mm. Carmella. Well, I'm saying, like, AEW's, I don't know what the hell they're trying to do with the women's division. Because we got Jade in Red Velvet. They did use Cameron. I think it was for, like, one match. They used her for one so, show. The one show. Yeah. But still. And then they show. have, I like, don't... they have amazing talent. I mean, hell, look at the damn match. Uh, Britt and uh, Thunder Rosa had. Yep. And now we're resorting back to this bullshit. Yeah. Well, and with Statlander and Amber Nova, like Amber Nova's been on Impact, she's been on NXT, she's now here. Amber Nova has a great gimmick. You know, it's the girl from the Garage. I've always said she's like the female Mona Lisa Vito for professional wrestling because that's what she is. She's an EMT and she's you know she's a mechanic. And then you have Chris Statler in there, and I gotta say, for her return in the match, it was not bad. I was cool with it. Did you get? Do you guys like Amber Nova? I know this might be a first for Moses. Uh, Travis, have you seen Amber Nova before? Brand new to yes. me, bud. Okay. Yeah. So we know Amber Nova. Daz, obviously, you've seen Amber Nova. Uh, have I? Dude, <laughs> wait a okay. minute. Man. She was she was on NXT with teaming with Rebel, like very like at that time, and she was she was in she was an Impact when they were GFW, and she was you know. Oh, that's yeah. a long time ago. I love how this motherfucker is just bringing out everybody name, and I'm like, I beg your pardon. <laughs> okay. I, I've seen her. I've seen her a couple times on the indie scene. Thank you. So at least Travis knows what I'm talking about. Travis, Travis lying. What's that? Travis is lying. Travis lying. Uh, you're still bitter that I whooped your ass last week. Oh, oh. I'm going call my goddamn lawyer. <laughs> okay, then. Uh, another debut was Anthony Ogogo, who squashed Cole Carter in Love one it. punch. Love it. Don't like, fucking change it. It was that quick. I think it was over by the time I wrote Cole Carter's name. So I didn't forget right. it. Oh, boy, just he, they locked up. They did, like, I think they didn't even do, like, a suplex or nothing. Dude got some offense in, and, and Anthony Gogo was like, no, 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 watch this punch. And boom, right to the gut. Oh, boy, went down and shit his pants. <laughs> Ref's like, nope, there's poop. Get out. Everybody, nope, we're done. I got to say something about Anthony Gogo. First and foremost, love him. And number two, hell of a boxer. He's a good boxer. Yeah. Over 350 fights, I believe, 180-plus knockouts. Yeah. Very good middleweight. Beautiful. I believe I he like was a bronze medalist? Yeah. Uh, yeah I, don't remember, I don't remember him in silver or anything. So is this is this his um 
Is this his new feud, Cody, with Anthony Agogo? That's my guess, because I guess he jumped him during the house show. I'm all right with that. I'm okay with that. I mean, we got to give something else for Cody to do than friggin' feuding with QT. Hey, and it, yeah, what a better way than to work with a brand new person. Yep. Build a star. Yeah, or at least, you know, no give a great match. No Cody on Dynamite last night. Nope. Everybody's mad at him. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean you're on four shows? But uh, going back to Mike Tyson, of course, he was present for Jericho versus Dax. Uh, mm-hmm. And then became an honorary member of the Inner Circle. Yep. Good stuff. So it looks like we're going to see more of Mike match. Tyson. Kind of skipping over the little Miro, finally just saying he's moving on from Kip Sabian. I'm like, okay, I would rather have you, like, killed him. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Can I just say something about Miro? Because he pisses me the fuck off. I know he's at WrestleMania, so I know he's in the crowd with Lana's. Good for him. Okay. What, my dude came out on a tank against John Cena at WrestleMania. He went from that to feuding over a goddamn video game. <laughs> Fucking AEW. And he still sucks to me. Like, it's still real to me, damn it. Miro still sucks to me, damn it. It yeah, maybe I, it looks better now. It's it's almost broken beyond repair. Like his run in AEW has been so bad. I don't know how he comes back from it. Like, because know. every I time he comes know. on TV, now I'm just like, eh. I'm too. I don't know. Call me optimistic. I, I there's it, it. I still think he has something that is offerable. Like I think if you just allow him to be a monster. Like, let him just start squashing the fuck out of everybody. Tear through the fucking rankings. But ha- maybe have a stopgap between him and Lance Archer. Maybe they become yeah. a monster tag now, team or something. I'm kind of there with you now, Moses. Before, like, I think it was like before a couple weeks ago. I can't remember when uh, his, that last big match where, it, what was it? Damn. Him and Kip Sabian against uh, Orange Cassidy and uh, oh, the arcade anarchy. Yeah, it may have been that. I'm not. I want to say was it, it was one before was that. Yeah, the pay per view match. Maybe, uh, but either way, I was like, I couldn't stand the guy. He was doing the same shit that he was doing in WWE, and I, I was not about it. But then I. I think it was the pay-per-view match and the arcade match. Um, he kind of like stepped up big time. I mean, he was throwing in more moves. He was being more aggressive. And he looked better. Or, yes, he was doing the same stupid gimmick. But I feel like he does have the potential be an AEW champion one day. Right. Like, and this is the right move that he's making to get to that by getting away from Kip. I mean, definitely, yeah, when he's being more of a powerhouse and everything, but just talk less because everything he says is just corny. Watch, then he'll beat Darby mm-hmm. Allen for the TNT title. Cool. Oh, no, thanks. Very nice segue. Chaos ensued in the main event. Big uh, money, Matt. Big money back. We just no, got no, 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 no. Fat Hardy. Taking it back. I mean, who again? As, as dubbed by my man Teddy P. Fat Hardy. He was always Fat Hardy. That you know that started when he got when he got his appendix move and like oh nine. That's where that whole thing started. Oh, uh, I mean again, like like Shotzi did a 
good job to be back so soon and in the main event and in a title match. Um, but the one thing that confused me was, of course, Lance Archer, who, I, I mean, I thought he was going to feud with Sting, and now he seems to be protecting it. I, I don't right. know what they're doing. Like, what do they do with Lance Archer? He goes from being babyface to heel, babyface to heel. Like, what well, the hell is Lance Archer, Is Lance Archer being coached okay. by Paul White? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> what you need to do is uh, turn seven times a show. <laughs> isn't Lance and Sting, like, pretty good buddies backstage? Like, Lance got into the business because of Sting? I can, I can believe Apparently it. Apparently, everybody got into the business because of Sting. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, no, I mean, like, he met Sting, like, a couple months or so before he debuted down in Texas, I think. Yes. And they had a, like, they talked or whatever, and then, like, they were texting and call, they would text and call each other, and then he had no idea Sting was going to debut and he just goes backstage and there's Sting. He's like, oh, like, was completely, like, starstruck. And like, what are you doing here? <laughs> and then, uh, so now he's getting that opportunity to be with Sting and interact with him in the ring. They have that bond and friendship outside of the ring and that they're wanting to bring in. And it's more of a, I feel like, He's looking for his approval kind of thing. I you know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. And I look at it from a stance, too. Like, for me, like, again, knowing the history of them, like you said, like, with Texas and everything, like, I, it's still a crime that Sting and him never got to wrestle each other in TNA at the time when, like, he was white hot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but here's the problem with what they're doing. Jake does think Robert. Like, Jake will try to, he will have the mic, and then Lance takes it from him, you know? So Jake's pretty much, like, pointless at this point. It's like, is Jake not good enough of a manager that he wants to replace him with Sting? Like, what the fuck? It's weird. That's an interesting aspect. Go from the, go from Jake to Snake to Sting. Yeah, I mean, oh, Sting can get Sting can still go, kinda. But mm. well, this is what it's going to come down to. He's going to end up firing Jake as his manager, and then it's going to be Darby versus yeah. Lance for the TNT title, and it's going to be a Sting on a pole match. There you go. <laughs> and that, and that's, that's a bold prediction. God damn there, fucking Vince or fucking Trav Russo. <laughs> but don't forget to uh, well, uh, read the Emir, promos off cue cards. Emir, mm-hmm. uh, Emir uh, calls me Uncle Walker and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing the Meltzer thing now, man. I was about to say, when did you start ranking that? <laughs> yeah, I knew we should have done the showdown from the Tokyo Dome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give me an extra star. Thanks for starting half, you mean. Thank you. Well, uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. This is the Max Wrestling Podcast. Remember to like and follow Max Wrestling on Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel as well as Andre Corbeil's channel. And follow us at Max Wrestling UK on Twitter and Instagram. And, of course, on TikTok. Yeah, TikTok.
Uh, I don't expect to see no dances, though. No. Ain't no dancing, just plugging. Well, I mean, well, promoting. I mean, I might. Oh, Mike might dance. We've seen Mike dance before. Yeah. <laughs> and above all. Busting out the TikTok train. Go yeah. Go. Put on the Blueberry Fago, man. You know how it is. Oh, Lord. Oh, that's it. We're going to get TikTok trends with Mike. Yes. Uh, above all, go check us out at maxwrestling.net. Follow us on social media at the captain 512 at MCL92, at Walker underscore TA92, and at SMRPodNet. Before we tap out and bid you adieu, remember, Twitch makes Vince's dick itch, and everyone on that anchor thinks he's a wanker, including Moses Marquez. Absolutely. Make sure you're following also twitch.tv forward slash bigmo2425. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday streaming now. Holy crap, I just I just can't help myself now. Honestly, I just I like to play the game, so I might as well stream. So come have fun with me. Uh, I had a legit like 45-minute conversation about the post-show of WrestleMania the second night. So like we talk about everything. We had I had a guy that was in there. He wanted to talk about baseball. We talked baseball. One dude talked cars. We're in there having fun. Listen to me scream and yell while I'm fucking getting killed. Uh, you might hear my uh, keyboard break, and <laughs> you might see my, my my mouse flip a few times. It's okay. It's going to be fun. And, yes, uh, my man Yoda is hanging out at uh, table side, so don't forget about Yoda. Kind of like Tommaso Ciampa at the end of that promo. That's right. Oh, God damn it. Fucking flip some shit. Uh, Mike, who you been talking to? Okay, well, you guys can check out the latest editions of On the Mic with Mike. I just recently spoke with Molly Spartan, the wife of NXT UK superstar Wolfgang. We talked about ICW. We talked about UK wrestling as a whole. We talked about her on ICW Fight Club on the WWE Network. It was a lot of fun conversation, really just shooting the breeze on pro wrestling with someone who's very passionate about it, as Miss Molly Spartan is. Just had another on the mic with Mike with Catfighter and model, and, excuse me, model Angelina Knight doing the damn thing, man. You know how it is, man. SM Show 1, MCL 92, StephenMikeShow.com, SoundCloud.com, so it's MC Larkin 92. Check out Beauty, Strength, and Dominance at 3 Key Elements and make women the work of art that they are at laundryfc.com and more of the Instagram TVs uplifting and empowering may have a new name thanks to you Mr. Dazzy Dangerously with your ideas and your style and the profiling with your logos coming to MLark and MB man I've just talked about birthdays we've talked about a lot of stuff I got a lot of topics I want to say to the people and I've always said if you could touch one person it's worth it you know what i'm saying we could touch that person's heart doesn't matter if it's the masses but you could touch somebody's heart it's a beautiful thing so yeah it's all love every day every day boys and of course you can check me out as one fourth of the max wrestling podcast the horseman and that is a bold 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 statement all right design is what i do hey man mm-hmm. it's what you do mr mark henry over here <laughs> huh? and travis you will have stuff to plug too very soon looking forward to it oh yes Starting yeah, next week. Next week. No, oh, I gotta play him twice. Next week. <laughs> next week. So next week. Uh, I hate that we can't talk Impact anymore. So <laughs> why not have our own show dedicated to Impact Wrestling? We're gonna. I'm gonna start a new show for Max called Max Impact. It's going to be fun. I already have my first guest, which is going to be the new group MVP, Hakeem. And we're going to talk uh, and review Impact. Um, we're also going to use that time slot for promos ex- just to do some extra promos or free up time on the, the main show. I'm going to do the ratings 
on there. Um, everybody seemed to love and enjoy me uh, rating the matches. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So I cannot wait to brace for impact and take it to the max. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. It's very unique as well because it is, as you said, kind of part of the max banner, but it's your own thing. Yeah. I, was I was telling him, I think what's great about what we do at Max is I'm going to say this. I think you guys can agree. We got this show. We got Beyond the Max. We have Net Picks, and now we got Max Impact. So it's all under the umbrella, and it's going to be a lot of great content for the people to listen to. Yes. Yeah, this is game. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun because, like, I'm not just going to have wrestling fans, like Impact fans that mm-hmm. follow each week. I'm going to have people on there that hate impact mm. you know i'm gonna use this time and this show to kind of convert people over to the impact brand and just open their eyes to another wrestling show i mean we got so much going on with aew and impact like if you're watching impact or sorry if you're watching aew you need to be watching impact also but who knows was Kenny might lose the AEW title belt to an Impact star. You never know. So that's little things like that are what we're going to talk about. I will say this: it will last longer than New Japan Max Wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> well, you at least I hope me. so. You know, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just say it. This this show is going to be a trial run. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I don't like is that uh, obviously Tony Khan has his paid spots on Impact, but we don't get Scott Demore on Dynamite. No. We should. Um, and speaking of extra content, after this show, look out for a special behind-the-scenes look at the Cinematic Showdown exclusive to YouTube. It's going to show you some some of what went into making it, uh, some couple of outtakes, and there's a couple of reactions from myself, from Phoenix, from Chad, who is actually the cameraman. And also a special little appearance from the Kingpin. That's right, Chad, the cameraman. <laughs> and join us next week. Because guess what? Impact is back. <laughs> um, obviously, we can't cover it every week with the new schedule, but we will be predicting Rebellion next week and hopefully mm-hmm. bringing that Predictions Championship back home and featuring Omega versus Swan, title for title, looking good. This was episode 318. We will catch your ass down the road, and that's the bottom line. Goodbye, and good night. Bang. Chuckle fucks are us. <laughs>